Hello everyone. It's definitely been a while since I've done a podcast and spoken with you all. This year has been a challenge, uh, but even in the midst of the challenge, there is much to be thankful and grateful for. Amen. God has been good to each and every one of us. Um, whether the times have been good or a challenge. And I've learned not to call times bad, but that rather they're a challenge. Uh, Because with God, every single moment, every single day is good. And it always produces a a, a learning uh, experience for each and every one of us. And so whether times have been good or a challenge, uh, God is still good. God is still on the throne. Amen. And he has an amazing plan and purpose for each and every one of us. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the power of togetherness. Amen. We are truly better together. Amen. Uh, Even this year, we have realized the importance of community, the importance of being kind to one another, sharing laughter and joy. Amen. Giving a smile or a hug. Amen. We have truly, truly come to an understanding of how much uh, success we can have as a community when we are together. Amen. The more that we are on one page, the more we have a commonality amongst us in speech and in action, the more success we experience. And so today I have uh, for you three biblical accounts and one short story, all on uh, the subject, we are better together. Genesis 11, verses 1 through 6. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, Let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they began to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Now, in this passage of scripture, we see here the power that being with one accord has. We have an example here in scripture of the power of togetherness. Why are we better together? Well, it's plain and simple. As God put it, 
in verse 6, when we are together, nothing can be restrained from us that we imagine to do. Now, in this particular passage of scripture, the motives of men were, were not pure, and they wanted to make a name for themselves rather than to glorify God. And so God, not wanting a sinful man to be able to build a tower up to a pure heaven and have heaven contaminated, he scattered the languages and caused them to not be able to understand each other. And the people scattered abroad the face of the earth. However, the main lesson that we should take from this passage of scripture is that it is very powerful when we work together. It is very powerful when we are on the same page. And these two characteristics God realized and noticed from the people that they were one, they were moving as one, they were uh, operating as one, their motives were one, and then two, they all had one language. There is such a power in having commonality in language, in motive, and in movement. And as God said, when we are one, there is nothing that can be restrained from us that we imagine to do when we work as one. And so we are definitely better together. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 6. So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. Now, in this passage of scripture, uh, we get dropped right in the middle of something that's going on. And so, to go back and catch you up, Nehemiah and the people of Israel were in captivity. And um, Nehemiah, you know, he saw the condition of the city that he was from and how it was in ruins. And he was, he had a sad countenance. And so Nehemiah spoke with the king and he told the king that he wanted to go back to his city and repair the wall around the city. And the king granted him this, this request. And Nehemiah took the people, took some of his people, and went and began to build the wall. And verse 6, as it says, they built the wall. And it was joint together because the people had a mind to work. Now, while they were building the wall, there were people that conspired against them to try to stop them from building the wall. There were people that conspired against them to uh, further destroy the wall, to get their mind off of repairing the wall, to be a distraction 
and to turn their heart away from the mission. But no matter what happened, the people still built the wall. Why? Because they had a mind to work. They were all with one mind, with one mission, with one drive and desire to finish this wall no matter what the opposition is. They were faced with swords and arrows, but they continued to build the wall. They built with one hand and fought off the enemy with the other. Regardless of what came up against them, they continued to build the wall together. Why? Because they had a mind to work. They had a mind to finish the mission. They had a mind to stay on the same page. They had a mind to bring dignity back to their city. And nobody, nothing was going to stop them or stand in their way. Ecclesiastes 4, verses 9 through 12. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. Solomon knew a thing or two about unifying and being together. Amen. Solomon was the wisest person to ever grace this planet. And with this God-given wisdom, he gives us this advice. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Now, when you think about this, it really makes sense. When you're doing something alone, it takes longer. Um, it, it may, it, you may miss some things and, you know, it may not come out um, the way it needs to be done. When you add another set of eyes that has the same mind, the same mission, the same work ethic, the same desire to get this done, it will get done faster, it will get done more efficiently, and your reward will be greater for your labor. You know, Solomon also says, if you fall, the other one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falls, because he has no one to help him up. Now, I wonder just how many of you may have experienced being alone at a low point. You know, it, it's, it's never a fun experience. It's never something that you, you wish to go through ever again. 
We all desire to have at least one good person that will be there for you if you fall when you're at your lowest point. Because that person has the ability to lift you up when you fall. Now, again, Solomon wrote that if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? It's warming when you have another person by your side. You don't have to go through life alone. You don't have to be the lone wolf. You know, uh, being on the same page can accomplish so much, even when you look at nature. Um, Solomon wrote that if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. You know, when I read this, I think about, like I said a little bit ago, nature. When you watch lions hunt, they have a plan and they execute that plan. They have a purpose and they execute that purpose. Each lion has its assignment. And as long as that lion sticks to their assignment, they will catch the prey that they are hunting. You don't see uh, too many uh, lone lions wandering around. Why? Because even they know the power of being together and that they are better together than individually. And so, again, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. People can come up against you and you may fall. But if people come up against us, then there is much strength that they will have to get by. And because of our togetherness, we will not be easily or quickly broken. So we are so much better together. This short story is called The Coldest Winter. It was one of the coldest winters and many animals were dying because of the cold. The porcupines, realizing the situation, decided to group together to keep each other warm. This was a great way to protect themselves from cold and keep each other warm. But the quills of each one wounded their closest companions. After a while, they decided to distance themselves, but they too began to die due to the cold. So they had to make a choice, either accept the quills of their companions or choose death. Wisely, they decided to go back to being together. They learned to live with the little wounds caused by the close relationship of their companions in order to receive the warmth of their togetherness. This was the only way they were able to survive.
we are all deeply individual people. We all have our quills. We all have our quirks. We all have our character flaws. But even still, when we stick together, there's nothing that we can't accomplish. Jesus himself said that a house divided itself against itself cannot stand. So what does this say to us? We need each other. I need you. You need me. We need each other. There's a power in unity. There is a power in being on the same page. There is power in having the same mindset. There is a power and having a common language. When we get together, there is nothing that we cannot do. There is nothing that we cannot accomplish. And God has graced us with this ability to have a herd strength. Where we are one, we can accomplish many great things. And so I want to encourage you today to let you know that we are better together. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And until next time, God bless you.